I'm Jessica, and this is Homecoming, finding yourself in life's little moments. Episode 7, The First Forest Today I went out and sat in one of my favorite places. It's on a bench that looks to the east over the vast ocean. The rocks cascade down a steep embankment like they've been sort of thrown here and there. And the birds were wheeling and gliding and squawking at each other. The gulls and there was a sea eagle and even a huge black crow who came and joined me. He was the most magnificent crow I've ever seen. And I was sitting there on the bench eating my the breakfast that I'd brought of nuts and seeds and fruit. And at first I thought, well, maybe he's going to try and cajole me, <laughs> try and convince me that I should give him some of mine. But actually, it was surprising. He, he hopped down from the fence and picked up some berries, which were his, his food and appropriate crow food, <laughs> I thought to myself. And he got two in his beak. And he was a magnificent crow. I'd never seen a crow that close or one that magnificent. His black feathers were gleaming in the sun and he had an extraordinary ruff of feathers around his neck. He was, he was just amazing. And at first I was, I have to admit that I was a bit scared because I didn't know if he would try and hop down near me or try and get my food from my hands. I didn't know of that. I didn't know. But as I just said, he, in, in, in actual fact, he went and he got some berries and then he hopped back up onto the fence and began to eat them as I was eating mine nuts and seeds. He was eating his berries. And he was just a few feet from me. And he was magnificent. Sitting there overlooking the vast ocean, which is now a place where I go to be with myself, to be with something huge and grand and reassuring, the motion of the waves, the feeling of the sky, and the feeling of a presence. It's like I can come back to myself and be truly home. And as I was sitting there, I was thinking, what will my next podcast episode be about? And I thought, well, I've had this feeling from the time I was young. I'd have it when I 
sat at the piano and allowed my fingers to move over the keys with a kind of abandon. And there would be certain melodies that would arise and certain chords and certain harmonies. And I'd savor them. And it was something, it was like something dropped away. And everything that I was feeling back then, which was often so much sadness and confusion and grief. My father had left me when I was six. It was a difficult time. But there, sitting at the piano, I felt peace. I felt freedom. I felt whole. I felt home. And sometimes when I'd walk out in the garden, we had this beautiful little flower patch. And in the early warmth of springtime, the daffodils would come up and I'd see their iridescent yellow petals, the sun shining through them. And I'd have that feeling then too. And there was a magnificent oak tree overhanging the house and as I looked up to its branches, it was like its branches were stretching out to reach me. And again, I'd have this feeling of wholeness, of peace, like everything was okay. And sometimes I'd walk out in the backyard and in my especially sad times, I often walked out in the evening and I'd look up to the poplar trees arcing towards the sky. And that feeling would come again to me. And I didn't know really what to call it. It was almost like a sense of, like a mist around me, but of the finest sort. Hard to describe it. Now, no one in my family ever talked about God. I'd never been to church. But for some reason, I had a sense 
of something that I began to call God. And that sense was what I'm trying to describe to you here. And it began very, very early on. When I was nine, I got a little diary as a present. And it had green and red peony flowers on the cover and a little brass clasp. And in that diary, I could totally be myself. It was my diary, mine alone, and I hid it each evening so no one could read it. And one day in my diary, I wrote a poem. And that poem was called The First Forest. And this is how it went. In this forest where peace was dedicated, and God came down to christen the newborn star. It still lies here, that place that God marked with his compassionate beauty and his love. So come if you may, and bring with you love, so the peace that God left always shall stay. So that was a poem that I wrote, and I don't actually really know where it came from. I really don't know how it occurred to me to write about this first forest, but I think that first forest was that feeling, that feeling of sort of presence of a kind of misty, beautiful feeling that was there around me, that was that I could feel but couldn't touch, that reassured me in those beautiful moments when I was at the piano or in the garden looking at the daffodils or gazing up to the poplars or taking a whiff of the beautiful evening air in the autumn or in the springtime or on a summer night. So these were all the thoughts that were coming to me just this morning as I was sitting on my bench overlooking the ocean, the vastness of the ocean the waves rolling in and crashing below 
a long way below where I was sitting onto the rocks. And that crow joining me in my morning ritual of breakfast and contemplation. And that feeling was there, that same feeling that I had when I was eight or nine. That feeling that inspired me to write the first forest, to contemplate a place that was absolutely pure, but here on earth, where God came down to christen this newborn star. And that place still lies here. That place that God marked with his compassionate beauty and his love. So come if you may and bring with you love. So the peace that God left always shall stay. Yours, Jessica. Thank you.